Do you realize that nothing can control your thoughts without your consent? And only you can decide when enough is enough. And you and I need to ask this question, when is enough enough? Have you ever felt overwhelmed by all the things you have to do every day? You are inundated every day with so many uh, notifications, SMS, text messages, and the like, and you just just go on and on. You've got to-do list that just goes on and on. You don't know where uh, you're going to get the time to do all these things. And it just keeps you busy. It keeps your subconscious mind busy. And you don't get the sleep you need to get. You don't get the uh, things done that you need to get. And all these things are designed in a way that distract you, that keep you back so that you cannot be as effective as you are supposed to be. Now, please stay tuned until after the intro because you and I are really going to dig in today and look when enough is enough and to realize that nothing can control your thoughts without your consent. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Welcome to today's Rise and Shine show. It's so great to be with you and I'm so glad that you are with me. Now the Rise and Shine show is a leadership show and you are a leader that's why you are here. Now today we're going to explore something that is very important for you as a leader and that is when to decide enough is enough. So the topic today, when is enough enough? It's a question that I'm throwing out at you and we're going to explore why I'm asking these, this question and how this affects your life, my life and the lives of those people around us because it's so important. And when I ask that, I also have to emphasize, and you will know, that nothing can control your thoughts without your consent. It's just something that you and I need to know because if we allow things to come in, we can also allow something not to come in. So when we have the knowledge and then we get the understanding why the things are happening, that's many times when we realize I do not allow this stuff in, access this denied, and that is when you really start getting to the point where you can just move forward and everything, your traje trajectory is just going up and up and up. So when is enough enough? Now, what do I mean by it when I ask you this? Now, let me start with, a, with another question. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by all the stuff that is coming at you? You've got so many things to do and you've got a to-do list and this to-do list is just growing and growing and growing and it seems as if you never get to the point where you can really just get um, even, if I can call it that. And this is so important because when you have a to-do list and some of the things you started on it, but you didn't finish it. And I think most of us are there. It's, it's only the, the people that are really trained to have those habits where, uh, where you finish everything that you start and you do not leave anything open. Now, I call it there are open loops when, when we do that. Now, 
why this is so important for you and I is because when there's something that's open, it takes up some of your attention and it takes up some of your, even some of your concentration without you realizing it. Have you ever woke up at night and you thought, oh my goodness, I must still do this and I must still do that. And then you fall asleep. And then you sometimes even dream about these things and it's not nice to be woken up in the middle of the night or even in the morning and you think, oh my goodness, I haven't done this and I haven't done that. Have you ever experienced that? Now, if you have, and I'm sure most of us have been there, then it's important to understand how you and I can overcome these things. And one of the first things uh, to, to do this is for you and I to understand what to allow in and what not to allow in. Like I said just now, deny access to some of these things and you will see that you will benefit greatly and that you will not be bogged down with things that you are not really supposed to do. Now, what happens when you and I have a bunch of unfinished things? Now, I had to learn this almost the hard way because I always had these to-do lists and it's as if the to-do list just grew longer and longer. I have to do this and I have to do this. And then I start on something, but I don't finish it. And I really had to get to the point where one day I was listening to someone and I heard this, this person sharing this and he calls it open loops. Now, when this loop is open and it's not completed, there's always resources that are going towards this specific task or this specific thought or this open loop. Now, it even goes to the point where it uh, impacts your subconscious mind because it's repetition. And I'm going to make a statement here and I will explain this later. Repetition is dangerous. Repetition can be good if we apply it and we utilize it in the right way. But in general, to most people, repetition is very, very dangerous. Now, why do you say repetition is dangerous? Because when you think about something over and over and over with an Eventually, it, becomes to the, it comes to the point where you don't even realize you're thinking this anymore. It's in your subconscious mind. And the moment something gets in your subconscious mind, then it starts controlling how you think, how you act, how you treat people, how you don't treat people. It really starts affecting your entire life. And this is why this is so important to understand when is enough enough. And also, like I said, that nothing can control your thoughts without your, your consent. Now, you may say, yeah, but the circumstances, this and the circumstances, that. But no, you can control what goes in and you can control what stays out. Only you can do it. I cannot do it for you. Your, if you're married, your husband or your wife cannot do it for you. Your parents cannot do it for you. No one can do it for you. Only you have to decide what goes in and what stays out. Now, let's just go back to um, what I just said about um, repetition is dangerous. 
Why is repetition dangerous? Because when you think about these things over and over and over, and this unfinished task, for example, it just goes over and over and over in your mind. It goes into your subconscious mind. You don't uh, consciously think about this anymore. Only when you see it on the list, you think, oh my goodness, I should have done this and I must, I must still get to this. And it just stays there. It just doesn't get finished. And it can continue like that for days, for weeks, sometimes even months and even longer. There can be things that you and I need to do that we don't get to. And that takes up resources. What do I mean by resources? Resources means now it's in your subconscious mind and it bothers you all the time. So without you realizing, you're thinking about it and it controls you every now and then you think, oh my goodness, I should still do this. And then you just push it aside. You just push it down to the, um, to the uh, subconscious mind. You don't really want to think about it. Just leave me alone. I don't want to think about it now. And yet it stays there. It bothers you all the time. Let me explain it in a different way. It's, it's similar to a computer. Your computer is limited uh, amount of memory or RAM. Now, when you open one program on your computer, your computer runs perfectly fine. But then you open another, another program and another program and another program and each one of these program, uh, programs takes up resources from your computer. So all these open windows, it draws on memory because many of the things are running into memory and if you've got a very new uh, powerful machine, you're not gonna notice it so much at first. But if you just continue opening and opening and opening windows, your machine, your computer is gonna run slower and slower. Why? Because the memory is being used and you're not using that program. And it's exactly the same with your mind, with thoughts that keep you busy day and night. Yes, day and night, even when you sleep. Don't you think that's interesting? Even when you sleep, these things bother you and it keeps on going and it, 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 it uh, drains your energy. It takes your focus away. It just distracts you. And that is the danger of these things when you have this repetition, repetition, repetition. On the other hand, repetition is also good because when you repeat the right things, when you build your faith and you just confess and you confirm and you have affirmations that's positive and uh, it's life-giving, it builds you up in exactly the same way. So what do you want? Do you want life or do you want death? So it's easy. You choose. And what you need to choose, are you going to choose death or you're going to choose life? Of course you're going to choose life. Of course you're going to choose life because you don't want all these negative things in your life. And Sometimes we have to learn how to discern what is good and what is not good. What is the right stuff to do and what is not the right stuff to do? Because even things that are right and good cannot be the right things for that particular moment in time. And that is where we are getting at. Now, over the last uh, few years, you and I have been like never before. You and I have been inundated with so many things that come at us every single day. Do you have a mobile device, a mobile phone or a tablet? I'm sure you have because most people today have it. 
And why am I referring to that? Because that device is designed in a way to disrupt. It's designed in a way to disrupt you, to get you to the point where you are, your mind is so scattered that you don't know what is right and what is wrong anymore. And the thing is, they, the way that these tech companies, and these large corporations, how they sell this technology to us is they say, don't you want to be more productive? Use my app. Don't you want to be more effective in what you're doing? Use this app. You get sent push notifications, you get uh, sent SMS text messages, you get messages from WhatsApp, from a multitude of different applications on a daily basis. And you have seen, and maybe you are also in a way guilty of all these things. When that phone rings, it doesn't matter where you are, you just answer the phone. Earlier years, I remember, no, many of you uh, will not know what I'm talking about now, but we didn't have mobile devices. We didn't have mobile phones. So if I wanted to call someone, I had to go to payphone. Most of you don't even know what a payphone is anymore. But we, I was not being intruded upon by everyone and anyone at any single, at any time of the day or the night. I basically had control of my own life. Yes, it was sometimes inconvenient because when you're out there, you quickly want to speak to someone or you need to call someone or need to speak to someone. But it's gotten to the point where people are sometimes rude. I don't like it, for example, in a, you're standing in a, in, a, in a lineup at a cash register in a supermarket and the guy next to me or uh, two spots behind me he tells everything about all his personal things in his life that's going on. And he's, why would you want to do that? Go aside where so, no one can hear you. And they just don't care. They just loud and I don't like it. You may be okay with it, but those are some of the things that's been pushed on us. Do you understand what I'm getting at? It's not that these things are bad, but the way that they've been implemented is to disrupt your thinking patterns, to disrupt uh, your life to the point where you cannot really concentrate on something for a long period of time. Now, you may say, Yanni, but I don't agree with you. Now, let me ask you a question. Will you or are you willing to put your, your um, phone, your mobile phone, put it aside for a day, turn it off, and just leave it. And I can guarantee you it's going to feel to you, especially the first while, as if you are going to go crazy. Why? Because you're so in tune. Everybody is sending me messages. I need to know what's going on. What's going on in the news? What is going on with this? What's going on with that? To the point where your concentration, your focus is really scattered. And it's been designed to do that when you watch television. Just think about all the, the ads that you're seeing. You're seeing uh, a medical ad here for this tablet or this pill or this, this thing and you cannot go with it and you, uh, without it and, and it just goes on and on and on. And the, when, what you and I do not understand and what we don't realize, we think in, in, in the end, I have to be able to do everything to be effective. And it's not true. 
uh, like as someone once put it to me, and, and I've really grabbed onto this, and they said, give a person two visions to disrupt their lives. Because if you have two visions, two is, is, is basically die, then you have division. So if you don't have only one vision in your life and you pursue only this one vision and get this one vision into place and uh, make sure that your vision is really on the forefront that you focused, absolutely focused on this one vision, you will not be able to accomplish. Now again, you may say, Yanni, but that cannot be the truth. Just think for yourself. If you have two visions... I have to do this and I have to do this. Now you have to uh, split your time. If you split it 50-50, still you're not going to accomplish either one in the way that you are supposed to. That is why really successful people, they've got one vision and they run with that vision. And when they run with that vision, they have to learn how to make that vision so simple and so plain to people. They have to write it down first for themselves, and then they have to write it down so that other people can see it. And when these people see it, and you can communicate your vision with people, then they can go with it, and they will uh, sort of link up with your vision and link up with you, and you do not have to do everything yourself and that is what focus is all about now you can see from the question that i asked right in the beginning when is enough enough you and i have to decide when is enough is enough and only you can decide when is enough is enough because nothing can control your thoughts without your consent even while you're listening to me yeah i'm i'm sometimes diverting a little bit but I come, I'm coming back to what we started off with. I'm asking you questions and I'm bringing, I'm, I'm zooming in and I'm really getting to the point where we can nail this thing. Because if you understand that other people's interest is not your well-being, other people's, especially these large corporations, all they want is for you to buy the latest, greatest, whatever. If it's an iPhone, you need to have the latest, greatest. The cameras are better. It's more powerful. You can run more apps. You can run everything more efficiently. And it goes on and on and on. And they, they, it's repetition, 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 repetition. And they get you to the point where, I mean, it's almost as if um, you, you have to have it. You just have to have it. And you don't have to have it. Your phone that you currently have, for example, it's perfectly fine. You can still use it for the next five years. But I need this and I need that. And, I, and it's designed to be that way. And it's the same with our children in the schools. What happens with them? They also, in the same thing, they must um, accomplish a lot of stuff. The parents are pushing them. The, the, the um, teachers are pushing them. And even on television and on the social media stuff, they are made to believe that they just have to be super performers all the time in every single area of their lives. And it's not the truth. We have to get back to the simple way of life where you focused on one vision, focused on one thing, complete that thing, and then you move on to the rest. Now, let me explain again 
um, with, with a computer example that I used um, with your uh, subconscious mind. When you start uh, all these programs, say for example, you've got 10 programs running on your computer. Only when you close those programs and you have one program or on your phone, one app running, then you allow that device to run optimally. In other words, it doesn't use more memory, more RAM than is necessary. And the same with your, with your mind and with your subconscious mind. When you, when you start something, when you finish something and you close that loop, you don't have to worry about it all the time anymore. Now you know it's complete and it does, it's not stored in your subconscious mind and it keeps you busy all day long. And, and it's not only that it just keeps you busy. What else does it do? It sort of taps your resources. It taps your energy. You don't get the sleep that you're supposed to sleep. You don't sleep as deep as you're supposed to or as you want to sleep. And that is not good. So there are areas of your life that are impacted because of your lack of sleep. And why the lack of sleep? Because you didn't complete uh, a specific task when it was due. And you also feel guilty about it. When someone confronts you, you will know. Haven't you had that? You knew you had to complete something uh, yesterday or two days ago. And you know this person, you're going to see this person, this person is going to ask you, and it bothers you. What am I going to tell this person? How am I going to react? And you try to dodge this person. It's not a nice thing to do. It's not a nice feeling. And it's also, it's, it's not a good reflection on your character because our character is really built on, on how we uh, walk our everyday lives, how we live our everyday lives. So this is, this is such an important topic. And I mean, I can go on all day about this, but I really want you to understand and to benefit uh, why these things are happening. And like I explained to you now, you understand now why the computer slows down and how with the same process, when it runs in your subconscious mind, it slows you down. And just like every thought, every thing that is pushed at you, okay, you have to have this, you have to have to decide, am I going to allow that thing to bother me or am I going to leave it out there? And in the way that you allow or disallow certain things to come in, into your thoughts, into your mind, in the same manner will you then dictate to these thoughts, Listen, I'm in control. I'm not going to allow you to try to control my life. And that is very, very important. So in all of this, what is then really the solution? The solution is actually very simple. Just close the loop. Just close that program that's running. Isn't it simple? It's not so simple always to implement it, but that's the principle. Just close that loop. Close that program. And complete everything that you're busy with before you start it. You know for yourself, if you really have to concentrate on a mathematical thing or something that you really have to work out, you need to concentrate on that. And if something, your phone rings or someone comes in and say, I just want to ask you a question. Now you have to stop what you're thinking about, that deep thinking, that deep concentration. You have to stop it. You have to 
get your attention on something else and then you have to get back into that. I get it many times and uh, men apparently are put together the way we cannot think on multiple subjects. Apparently women can do that. I don't know. Some, someone told me that once. But that even helped me because I realized uh, after I heard that, I could never understand. I would be busy with something and I'm really concentrating. And then Judy would come and she would start just talking about something, something totally different. And I said, just wait, 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 wait. Whoa, I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. Have you ex ever experienced that? If you're a man, and even if you're a lady listening, now you'll understand because men are, some, are put together differently. And when I concentrate on something, it's as if I, I shut down everything else. And now I have to divert my attention from what I was busy with, get to what Judy asked me and say, okay, please just explain to me again or just say again what you said to me so that I can just get with you. I don't have a clue what you said to me now. And that is also how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to concentrate on the one thing at a time and finish it, complete it, because then we can give it off and it's gone. Don't, um, we, then we don't have to fiddle with it again. Yes, we can go back and refine it. That's not what I'm talking about. And um, then let me ask you, are there any other areas that may affect your peace? For example, if something is bothering you all the time, there's a noise, there's a, uh, for example, a dog barking all the time in the background. Does it irritate you? It's exactly the same thing. It's the same thing as these, all these tools and stuff that these um, uh, high-tech companies or these big corporations are pushing on you and I all the time. And now let's almost like a, a, a circle back. Why are these things so detrimental for your well-being? It's because they want to disrupt your mindset, your concentration. They don't really want you to have a focused vision. But why, Yanni? Because they want to control. If you just stand back for a moment and think about all the stuff that's being pushed on you and I, we are made to believe certain things are true, and yet somewhere we're uneasy because we know it's, it cannot be. And yet, when you hear it over and over and over, that's why the news media is so important. And, and it's important in both ways. And where we are today, the news media, the social media platforms, most of them are used to uh, influence people in a way that they want you to think. Just to give you one example, I listened to an um, uh, interview that they had recently with, with a lady from the WEF, the World Economic Forum, and they are pushing this agenda on the um, climate change and the global warming and stuff like that. And she said, uh, we know what we know because we own the science on this. And she said that now they, they um, partnered with Google. So when someone goes and they do, they do a search on, say, for example, climate change or global warming, 
the searches that they get are the searches that they want the people to see, that they want the people to know. So they want to control what you think about their agenda so that you can be in line with their agenda. Now, why are they doing that? Why should I be forced in a way to think the way that they think? Say there's uh, evidence uh, that, that it's not true. Why are they trying to force me to think the way that they are thinking? In the communist countries, we know that's a fact. They force it on the people. They take the children. The moment they can live without the mother, they take those little children and they start indoctrinating them. They start discipling them and they teaching them and they controlling what they think because they know if they have that generation, they control everything. And they tell those little children, they indoctrinate them that they are their source, that they have to do things as they want them to do. And, and that's very, very, very dangerous. And that's why this thing is so important. You and I have to decide when is enough enough. When is enough going to be enough for you? When are you going to allow all these um, outside forces to dictate to you what you can think, what you can do, where you can do it, when you can do it, and even what you can do? It's not a good place to be. So you and I are not designed to be there. And why is this so detrimental? Because you and I were made, our premise when we were first made by our creator, by God, was you and I have to be fruitful, you and I have to multiply, you and I have to replenish the earth with things that, that uh, we produce, and then you and I have to subdue everything and have dominion over everything that was created. This mandate does not include any dominion over other people. It only uh, um, allows us to have dominion and to control the created things. Animals, uh, birds, uh, plants, everything that has been created. It does not allow you and I to uh, lord over other people. Yes, we have people in leadership positions, but it doesn't mean you control and you uh, manipulate people to do what you want them to do. People always have to have a choice what they do. Yes, and again, does that apply to a business? Now I can just do what I want to do? No. There are guidelines, but in, 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 in the big picture, people have the choice to do it if, whether they want to, whether they don't. If they don't want to do it, they're free to go somewhere else. If you, for example, if you do not like what your employer does or what they want you to do, go somewhere else. If it's a good reason why you have that and they, the whole process can be changed to the benefit of the company, to the benefit of everyone around you, yes, go ahead and propose that. But you cannot enforce it. So if you're not happy, go somewhere else. It's as simple as that. And that applies to these um, big tech companies, this technocratic uh, society that wants to dominate you and I, that wants to dominate the world and wants to tell us 
what we do need to do and what we are allowed to do whenever. And that's why they can say, you know, you're not supposed to own anything and you're going to be happy about it. Why? Because they think if they can manipulate you and lie to you and control you to get to do things that they want you to do. And it's not a good place to be, my dear friend. You know that just as well as I do. And again, I mean, we, I'm winding down here, so we're getting to the end of today's show. But even now, please don't run away because you know what I'm saying is the truth. You and I have got a lot of stuff to do. And we're building up to a point where you and I really have to work together. I've always asked you, please give me your feedback. Please get in touch with me because we are putting uh, systems in place and, and things in place where we can really help you to get to the place where you need to be. If you need to understand how to get a vision and how to um, set up your vision and apply your vision in a way that will benefit you and the people around you, uh, we are there, we're getting there and we're putting these systems in place so that, um, again, we can work together and help each other to get there. Because I can tell you, you know, you need to do this and you shouldn't do this and you should do that. But unless I am able to help you with some tools, with some resources, that then it will not benefit you. So please stay tuned and stay connected uh, with me as you have been up to now. And I will let you know when, when some of these resources are there and it's in a very, very near future. It's in, within the next uh, few weeks. Um, we will have resources available for you that will really help you to set up your vision, to set up a vision board so that you can really see and with that good repetition that you know where you're going and that you are not, um, that you know when something is out of line that you will know you will just know in your heart that this is not right. So it's very important to know when enough is enough. And uh, this is really all that I feel in my heart that we should uh, delve in today. But please remember our topic, when is enough enough? Um, because all across the world, normal people, people like you and you and I, the everyday citizen, have become so accustomed to be told how to behave that most people do not even take the right action to get out of this hellhole of control. Because that's really what it is. When you're in a, in a place where you cannot decide what you want to do anymore, it's really like a hellhole. And they don't even know what to do anymore because people are not motivated and people are not uh, sort of trained how to think anymore. And you and I have to get out of these molds so that you and I can make a difference. I need what you have. You need what I have because as a body fits together, a hand, every hand, my left hand's got five fingers and each finger has got uh, the different joints. So we are as a body and you and I need to work together to accomplish anything good. And we are in a good place. It's a, it's a weird place. It's one of the places that I've never thought I would ever, 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 ever see in my life. And yet it's the best time. I'm so glad and I'm so grateful that you and I are alive today because you and I have what it takes to make a difference, not in, uh, only in your own life, 
but in the lives of your family members, of your community, of your city, and your entire country. And together, we can do it. I cannot do it alone. You cannot do it alone. And we need God's grace to do all these things. But we also need His wisdom. How to do these things. The understanding how to implement it. And I'm very excited about that. So thank you so much for being with me today. And uh, looking with me to decide when enough is enough, enough. And to know that nothing can control your thoughts without your consent. Thank you so much for being with me on the Rise and Shine show today. I really appreciate you. Go ahead and have an awesome day. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this show with your friends and family. And if you've been stirred in your heart to get involved and become a partner to help me spread the good news, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E harvest.com. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show.